Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Days and Infused. Well, you know, recently I was really privileged to um, go down to the PV Unfiltered Studios in San Diego, California and record not only an interview with George Sadler, which was amazing, and I'm so grateful to George, Janet, uh, Tommy, and the rest of the crew at PV. Um, it was just a great, great day, and it remains one of my favorite interviews I've ever done um, because it was just well done and the, the production value is amazing. So a big shout out to the people at PV Unfiltered. You can also um, look at my new cooking shows with them and where we did making edibles with um, Shuggies Sugar and Agave. And it's a great episode in, in that uh, I'm into value, right? And you you want to have an opportunity to make edibles at home where you know the dosage, but they should be delicious. So in the episode we did um, for the home-baked edibles, we did nuts, um, three kinds of nuts. We did a um, little berry tart, and we made a cocktail. So if you have um, need to have an edible at home, take a look at that PV Unfiltered um, episode on YouTube. Great way to go. Um, the third one I did with George was, and Janet, was amazing because it was a Valentine's Day special and we uh, went down some pathways I've never gone down before, and that is with um, chocolate bombs for Valentine's Day so you can make something for your um, special someone at home. And um, learning experience, a lot of fun, um, and I think you'll see that in the video. It's just me, George, and Janet having a good time making great edibles for your loved ones and making them attractive and making them fun and uh, interesting. And I think that's the big thing, especially in the cannabis field. Let's keep it weird, you know, keep it fun, different, and uh, not straight-laced by any by any stretch of the, of the word. Um, so look for PV Unfiltered on YouTube. Uh, not only my episodes, I feel, are fantastic, but so many other great guests. I... Um, I am a fanboy, so I have to say the episode with Tommy Chong uh, was legendary in that uh, the prank George and his staff pulled off on Tommy. It was hilarious. So big shout out to PV Unfiltered, the crew there. And I can't wait to get back for the barbecue show, which is coming up soon. Look for it again at PV Unfiltered on YouTube. So guys, listen, sitting here with Latham Woodward, Shuggies. We're going to get to know Shuggies. That's of George. And uh, that's not Shuggy. That's actually uh, Latham. <laughs> so you'll get a good view of the products here. We're going to talk about this. But I had the honor of actually being on your podcast on the audio side. It was my honor, which man. Which was uh, a lot of fun. And, and I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts that have myself on it because I can't stand, as much as you might not think so, listen to myself talk. I know the feeling. But I did listen to that podcast. Oh, cool. And it was, uh, and, and, and I really did. It was actually playing playing this morning. Um, and yeah, I still sound like shit. You, no sounded, matter, you sounded great. No matter, you sounded great. No matter how I did it. So thank you for that. And 
Super honored to have you on here, and I think um, we're going to get to know you a little bit more than just Shuggies. Right on. So I, let's 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 start with. Obviously, you didn't start in this industry. No, nope. you were doing something else, probably porn or something like that. Yeah, I was thinner <laughs> then. <laughs> um, no, how'd you get into this? What, what what were you before you were cannabis? For almost 30 years, I was in the construction manufacturing business. I owned a, a company up in Oakland, California. We manufactured stone products all across the United States. I had clients like Restoration Hardware. Oh, Pete, big stuff. Pete's Coffee. Yeah, I did every Pete's Coffee in, in the United States at Damn. one point. Um, CBTL um, and a lot of other things, you know. We were commercially bent uh, construction and manufacturing for that industry. We also had a really high-end residential side. Um I was fortunate enough in, I think, 16, the zoning on my building changed overnight. So here I was in West Oakland just slogging away with my crew. It was good living for me. So it was your company? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had a partner, great partner, Les Baker. Shout out, Les. Um, Zoning changed. So we went from light industrial manufacturing to all cannabis, all extraction. Mm. And And then the knocks every day on the door. You want to sell, you want to sell, you want to sell. I looked at my partner and I said, you know, we got about 5 million bucks in, in here in equipment. We, right. We are constantly upgrading. We're constantly looking for innovation and better people. The thing with people though, in the trades was in the Bay area, especially it got very expensive. I mean, you 50 bucks an hour, come on. You wouldn't even get people knocking on your door. Right. So, well, I mean, Bay area, come on. Uh, it's, it's miserable. 50 bucks an hour that, that maybe gets you Dunkin' Donuts. And a half a latte. Right. Uh, so when the zoning changed, I just said to my partner, look, we don't get this opportunity very often. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. We can invest $7 million more into the upgrades into our facility, or we can take this money, run, and we can do other things with right. it. Right. So um, got some friends from college. We took the money. and um, So wait a second. So you sold the building. Sold the building, sold the business, got out. And there you go. Yeah, it was the right thing to do at the right time. Um, then we did a premium, of course, uh, three times. It was great. Good day. Good day for me. Welcome to cannabis. Thank you. Um, and uh, <laughs> what happened was just we had some uh, buddies from college that I went to University of Oregon with, and we just, just decided to start in the vape business actually in Oregon. Terrible business up there. Very difficult market. Um, as soon as you say vape, it's difficult anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't even matter where you're at. No, we were doing full spectrum extracts too. Gotcha. So it was in ex- the beginning. Yeah. And wow. it was expensive product. It was a, a good product and I loved it personally. Um, but the dispensaries wouldn't buy it because it was too expensive. Production was really expensive on that sure. stuff. And so it didn't, didn't go anywhere. And we were in the position where we're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Well, when I was in the construction business, I also was um, a buyer for a tequila company here in California. I had this sideline. It's called Laughing Glass Margaritas. They're still out there at Ralph's and Vaughn's and Safeway. Um, And I met a lot of agave guys down in Mexico. Gotcha. So I just contacted them and said, well, maybe we can do THC with agave. And maybe I can do it in little individual packs and just make it kind of a condiment. And coincidentally, my granddad and my great uncle were both in the sugar business. They both worked for Holly Sugar back in the 30s and 40s. 
and in fifties for my granddad. And so all of this stuff kind of came together and I researched packaging equipment and I, I found a, a machine in Istanbul, Turkey that would make these little tiny stick packs, you know, and super convenient, easy to use. You see them everywhere. So we just decided, let's see if we can package this stuff. Um, there's not one in there, unfortunately. There's one well, that's in the why single I'm just looking there. at the packaging because it's it, the whole childproof thing. It's it's pretty crazy how yeah. people have gone to be able to make these things work. Right. You know what I mean? So many people are stumped by that box, too. It's not even funny. It's kind of hilarious, actually. This one has, oh, this one has a sticker on it. but I want to take this break to talk about an exciting new um, African-American-owned company that we've come across and, and recently partnered with. Um, they are called For Us, F-O-R-U-S, For Us Gummies. For Us Gummies uses delicious sugary stevia in a gummy for people with sugar intolerance issues. Or if you're just in health and wellness, it's a great product to get you through the day with your THC and um, have a delicious way to partake in edibles. If you feel left out at the dispensary because you can't have an edible, look for For Us Gummies. That's F-O-R-U-S Gummies, powered by Shuggies. One of our trusted retailers, K-Town Collective in um, Los Angeles at 7382 Melrose Ave, survived the riots um, and had, you know, so much happening down there. Um, And I just, like the rising of the Phoenix, I just wanted to give them a shout out and say, well done, guys. Um, The whole crew over there is doing an amazing job. Um, And if you're looking for Shuggies products or the Parist or Lil Nicky's or any of the other brands we, we highlight on this show... Check them out, K-Town Collective on Melrose um, in Los Angeles. They're one of our trusted partners, and they've been doing an amazing job for us during the pandemic and um, servicing patients' needs every single day. So um, really hearty congratulations to K-Town to coming back like the Phoenix and rising from the ashes. Um, K-Town Collective at 7382 Melrose Ave in L.A., Check them out. Great people, great products, great prices. So um, just uh, got the machines in, and we started manufacturing. And uh, then it's been a slog, you know, sales slog, getting in there, getting people aware of it. This is in 17 and 18. Okay. Yeah. So it's taken a while. Uh, What do you mean? It's taken a while. This is cannabis. Yeah. Everything happens overnight here. Oh, yeah. It's instant. You know what I mean? Instant. Boom. I mean, you're a millionaire, billionaire, and then trillionaire. Yeah. And you didn't even, uh, you didn't even really cash, wake up yet. Cash in my jet. You're still, what is that guy? Remember the guy back in the day that make millions in your underwear? You remember that guy back <laughs> no, in the day? I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy doing real estate. And he. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's in his under, underwear every morning. He's. You know, buying and selling and this and that. Yeah. Another fucking flipping, scam. Flipping properties. Yeah, another scam. So, so Shuggies comes out as we have 17 is the the birth of Shuggies. Uh, 18 was the birth of Shuggies. 17 was sense distribution carts up in Oregon. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So since then, sense, the, uh, the carts. Gone. Gone. Closed down Oregon operations entirely. It was just not profitable. It's a tough market. Yeah. And, and the population center of Oregon is, is Portland. That's it. Portland and Bend. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So oh, you yeah. Did, I, lived, I lived in Portland for oh, yeah. seven or eight years. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I lived yep. up there, too, for yeah. a while. 
met my wife up in Oregon. And there you uh, go. so, you know, left we, my wife up in Oregon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Anyway. <laughs> it's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, 18, we started this project and, and it's just been slowly trickling into dispensary. We've got some great dispensaries who love our product and we got a lot of fans who love our product. I think it's just like anything else. You know, I mean, when you have, when you're in a niche market, and this truly is, yeah. Until until you get that reach, there is like this this click. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and as you're gonna see, I mean, we we've, we've been dealing with this just like anybody else. I mean, we've had products that hit the shelves and yeah. you know, pull them off. We push and push and push. Um, but this is really, a, it's a great product. Thank you. And if you and if you really think about it, to be able to medicate. We still call it medicating. Yeah. You know, this is something that's so simple that you, everybody has coffee. And it goes in your pocket. It goes in your purse. It goes anywhere. It goes up here. It goes You don't anywhere. have to worry about it melting. No. Nope. You don't have to worry about anything other than just putting it in whatever it is that you're consuming. Whatever you're doing. And so you really think about it. It's a daily thing. When you, when you sit down at a restaurant, they hand, you want iced tea? Yeah, I'd love an iced tea. They bring you the little thing. It has, boom, it has little packs sure. of sugars. That's where I got this, my inspiration. And, and you're using those. Yeah. And the same thing when you have coffee, you know, when you have. So now you can you can use this. Anywhere. 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 And it's not like you're smoking. It's not like, you know, I mean, it, it's just an advantage. Yeah. You know what? You're going to have a, a cup of coffee with some friends or whatever in the morning. Yeah. Boom. Dump a pack in 10 milligrams. Or with grandma. Grandma. Grandma loves it too. Oh, yeah. Grandma loves it. Um, so it's just, this is the thing is it, it's always like a don't give up because I'm not this, this is, it's such a basic, you know, it, it's like the guy that invented the post-it, you know, it's like right. those type of things that you just keep pushing because yeah. this isn't a gimmick. This is something that is a need that is on everybody's plate at some point. Well, let's talk about that because that is kind of my inspiration, right? I don't view the dispensary um, as a place where you just go get pre-rolls or vape pens or gummies. I view the future of the dispensary as being much more like a CVS. Now, dispensaries might not like to hear that, but the reality is products like mine, other niche products like free leaf and these other little intangibles that are like out there, right there, there's cool stuff coming. That's our home baker bag. So that's eight ounces by weight of sugar, dump it into any recipe you get at the market right now. Right. And, you, and you've got a hundred milligram dose brownies, you know what the dose is. That's the number one problem with edibles at home, especially with magic butter machine. You know, I mean, I'm, shout out to a lot of the guys who use the uh, magic butter machine. They love it. Right. But are you sending that out for testing? No. You don't know what you're getting. Right. So this is 100 milligrams. You know, you're making a cake. My cake has 100 milligrams. Each each slice, I have 10 slices, has 10 milligrams in it. Right. So this simplifies things for people. And this has become our, our lead product now, uh, then our singles. Because the singles are like a drop item at the front of the dispensary where you can put them in a bucket or whatever. Right. Easy, right. easy, easy. The right. little point of sale, Brit, you know, grab it. Yeah. You know. Instead of instead of the bag drop or a pre roll, you know, you get as a new a new patient, you know, right. you get one of these things. And for people who are just doing edibles, they're like, "Wow, this is cool! I can integrate this into my life anytime, anyway." I got stevia coming out in about four weeks too. Wow, for the that's few, good. Yeah, people who are diabetic or sugar intolerant, they can have stevia. 
It's amazing. Thanks, man. And this, the syrup. Yeah, that's a, let me crack one of these open. So this is um, agave syrup in here, and it's super, super easy. And I buy the highest grade agave available in the world today. It is USDA certified organic. And crack it up and try it. It's really good. Um, and it's biodynamic, uh, EU certified. It's also halal and kosher. So it's, it covers all the bases. That's it. Can't get any complaints from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm in something from Africa or something. We had, we had our guys from, uh, uh, kind of a funny story off subject, but, uh, our uh, our guys here at at uh, HVGC they were at a they were at a store actually Peter's store I was talking to earlier um, yesterday and they were doing a, a you know PAD you call them or patient appreciation or customer appreciation right and they have us the main strain for this company for HVGC is called Afghanimal Afghanimal yeah and right. that that's you know they're using this for PTSD and oh, right. and whatnot and um, they said a, a guy came in uh, I race not known they they were trying to figure that part out um but he handed him a brochure hey this is our company this is this and this this is the strain they're specific to this strain and uh and the guy literally tore up the brochure you know like this tore it up and threw it into the bud tender's face and went out and was yelling that this company was racist oh you guys are racist Wow. Like, what the hell is going on there? You know, and the guy left. And so the owner, Peter, and they they kind of went out to find out, like, like what happened. What went down? The guy's like, oh, it's a, it's a racist company because their their product said Afghanimal. Oh. So we were kind of sh- scratching our heads. And the fuck does that have to, how is that racist? I don't know. I don't know either. But, you know, that's that's kind of one of those, no. one of those things that we, you know, thought that the product you know, was for everybody. No, but Not, I guess there's always that one person. There's always that one person that, that throws that out there. You <laughs> brought up PTSD. I, I want to shout out um, Weed for Warriors and Veterans okay. Cannabis right now because they're my uh, my charity of choice. Weed for Warriors is doing great work for people with PTSD um, and U.S. returning soldiers and servicemen. And San Diego is a perfect place to say this. Um, they're doing great work and great outreach. There's no fees. And um, they have great um, encounter groups and groups that um, where these guys can talk it out. Right. I've never seen a better medication for veterans than can. Are you looking for a really good pre-roll? Are you looking for it at a really good price? Well, Little Nicky's has you covered. That's L-I-L-N-I-C-K-Y-S. Little Nicky's, they're on uh, dispensary shelves throughout the state of California. Delicious, inexpensive. A true blend, a premium flower that will get you high and not break the bank. If you're looking for that great value in a pre-roll, usually these are being retailed in stores around California between 5 and $7. I think it's going to be your go-to half-gram pre-roll in the future. Look for Lil Nicky's at a store near you. Hey guys, let me tell you about something that's brand new, different, and really interesting in the cannabis field. It's next level water soluble. Now they're not out on the market yet, but I've been looking at their products for a long, long time and they make a liquid water soluble and a powder form water soluble CBD and THC. Amazing products coming out soon. Look for the Nano 2.0 
label on a uh, edible in the future. Also look for other products made by Next Level, an amazing group in the California desert doing amazing products. We could we could do a whole other podcast on this. Oh yeah, and um and 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 we probably should because it's always something that we are very passionate about. Um, oh, yeah. you have to is be down here. is just you know there's so many aspects of cannabis that are doing things for other people, but when you get into the to the military and you get into the PTSD on that level, it's fucking amazing of what is going on with cannabis and with vets in in yeah. any way. And this is you know once again. This, these are all different avenues that people can use cannabis um, that not everybody smokes. Not everybody yeah. does this. You know what I mean? The most inspirational stories I've heard about cannabis with veterans is the amount of vets that get off of what what I call and what they call the death spiral yep. drugs. And these heard guys are antidepressants. They're on stomach medication because the antidepressants screw them up in the stomach. Yeah. They're on all sorts of things for sleep and everything. They, these guys can kick it, these women too, they can kick that habit and use cannabis to medicate. And right. it's a inspirational story and it's one that needs to be heard. So I'm glad I gave me the platform to say something about no, it. No, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about some other things. Sure, man. Let's do it. Let, I want to hear what your thoughts are on mushrooms. Um, I'm not a big mushroom fan. I but, was back in the day. Well, I've had a lot like of... This, ex- this room... Ba- you know, this oh, room yeah. on mushrooms. You'd lose your mind. Oh, again. dude, I'd be having the best time ever. <laughs> no, I, I like psilocybin. I've done microdosing. Um, I haven't done it in a long time. I was more of a LSD fan back in the see, day. See, I was opposite. Yeah, see, that two, was... Two and done. Couldn't yeah. do it. Well, see. It was that it was taking it was taking me to that level that I've just never been comfortable. Never want to go back. At, no, <laughs> no, because I never thought I was coming back. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did it done. twice. Yeah. And uh, both times were a no-go. But, I mean, I had friends that I think they lived on it. You know, it was just one of those things. Oh, yeah. But you give me on some mushrooms back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's a great time. I, I, for great some time. reason, my stomach wouldn't take mushrooms. Well, I mean, that's that's this the part, truth. That's the truth for it? a lot. Yeah. You know, we were, uh, I got married last, last weekend. And, Congrats. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks. And uh, so we're in the Bahamas, and a couple of our girls from our Michigan side uh, they joined us out there as well, and um, they had made I think it was chalk mushrooms, chocolate mushrooms. Whoa! Oh, these two. Um, Whoa! When we were on the, our our full day excursion on the boats, and these two I think had the best time. And I don't I don't know if they ever realized that they left the harbor. You know, I mean, it was just like <laughs> everywhere we went, these guys were mentally. Oh, it was yeah. just so much fun. Far um, out. I, what's your thought? I mean, you, I, Oh, I mean, there's something for everybody. I mean, I can't, what my, what I like, what you like, isn't what someone else likes. Um, I know that the microdosing thing also for vets and people with PTSD is happening, happening right now. And a lot of people are getting behind this and it's a really important thing. The pharma industry in a whole, I'll get on a soapbox right now because I, I'm just, man, the pharma industry I'm not sure they care about people. No, they don't. I think that they care about money. Mm-hmm. I think that they care about keeping people on things. And I don't think I don't think that generalizing for sure is not the right way to go because I think there is, and I have friends in in pharma um, well, that 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 do. But the 
broad spectrum of what's happening there, yeah. the whole base and the whole function is money. The that, whole, that that you can't get away from. The whole thing with the opiates, though. Right. I'm sorry. There is no other motivation. No. There. None. No. I mean, that was a money-driven And at what point, at what point, you know, when, when, uh, when they deemed cannabis, you know, the monster of everything that was out there, at what point do we actually look at what's going on in the pharma world, in the opiate world, and understand that that really truly is, it's, it's the monster. It's what's, it's what's destroying people and destroying their lives. This is such a a deep conversation. Oh yeah. You know, if you go back where cannabis was uh, um, demonized and you got to go back to William Randolph Hearst and his cabal of industrialists at the, you know, turn of the century, um, last century and their motivation. And there was many facets of the motivation. And one of them was to vilify um, black Americans and make them into monsters who use cannabis. That was a disgusting thing. It was a disgusting racist you know, I thing. I don't understand that part of it because, you know, back in those days, and you, when you when you fall obviously out of the fifties into the sixties, um, cannabis was predominantly white. It, it was it was predominantly white, and and whether that visual came through the 60s and the music and whatnot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the black communities. Oh, no, this is back. I'm talking about the 20s and 30s. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm saying as we go forward, um, like, where did it go wrong? Went wrong when the, the, from the Hearst standpoint, and then you've got the Rockefellers. And I'm just going to use them as general names of industrials at the time. Okay. Right. There was a... um, Hemp oil at the for centuries yeah. has been used for lubrication purposes. It's been used on boats and ships and shipping, everything. Everything. Well, guess what? If you're in the oil business, you don't need a competitor, right? And back then, the way to do this was saying evil weed, evil weed, you know. And um, what, what what was that movie called? Um, I can't remember the old scare film about oh, you know, a reefer had, madness, reefer madness, right? Well, let's talk about a friend of the show here, the Parist, um, P-A-I-R-I-S-T. You've heard us talk about the Parist and their really great pre-rolls that are combined with smokable, natural occurring herbs. Terpene matched. Um, they're amazing uh, for a different experience in the pre-roll sector. But now the great folks at the Parist are bringing us diamond infused pre-rolls. Uh, right now, they have a strain of orange creamsicle going, which is a THC count of 41.2% with total cannabinoids at 48.4. Taking the best attributes of parent strains, orange crush and juicy fruit, orange creamsicle's pungent flavor will be sure to keep you coming back for more. Paired with diamonds for that extra boost. These guys have made consistently good products. So if you're in a dispensary and you're looking for an amazing product in a three-pack at a really reasonable rate, look for the Paris, P-A-I-R-I-S-T, at a dispensary near you. You can find them on Instagram at the underscore Parist. Or you can find them online at theparist.com. So look for these great diamond-infused pre-rolls in a three-pack at a dispensary near you. Have you guys heard of uh, Platinum Vape? Well, if you're in California, I'm sure you have. And if you frequent any dispensary around the state, you probably have seen their products. They make something for everyone, including now digital content. I was really happy to appear on the PV Unfiltered show, not once, not twice, but three times. And we will have another episode coming up for the barbecue show with George Sadler and perhaps Janet Matula will set in with us. Uh, always filmed by the very capable Tommy. And uh, 
entertaining, fun, and really stony. I mean, it's a great show, and it's fun to watch, and I think everyone will like it. Look for PV Unfiltered on YouTube and an amazing array of programs. That's PV Unfiltered on YouTube. And uh, Shuggies thanks George and the team at PV for all of their good times. And you're talking about... Have you watched that whole movie? It's hard to watch, but I have watched it. it I, I mean, I've only... I, I, I had only watched parts. Have any of you guys watched Reefer Madness? Oh, you got... You should watch uh, I mean, it's, it, it It should be... It should be a requirement yeah. for anybody in cannabis. It will, it will, it will expand your mind in ways yeah. without touching anything to understand how this world really works. Um, and it's er, unbelievable. In early media and how they wanted yeah. to shift opinion. Oh, un, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I finally watched the whole thing, and it really just takes us to a place that. There it is on the screen, right there. Yeah. It really takes us to a place that's hard to imagine. Yeah, and there was a definite economic reason for it. They wanted to destroy yes. this industry. Number one. Hemp oh, no, no. They did destroy Oh, it. yeah. Well, hemp's easy to grow. Weed's easy to grow. I mean, fine weed is not easy to grow, but weed in general is easy to grow. Right. And if you've got something easy to grow, but then you're also paying roughnecks in the field of Texas and Oklahoma— a lot of money to pull oil out of the ground. You don't need a competitor. Right. I mean, and then as far as Hearst goes, you know, you've got the whole thing with paper products, a lot of hemp paper. The freaking constitution of this country is written on a hemp paper. Yeah. One or two copies is. And, you know, th there's all these motivators out there that are economic that want to destroy this business. Right now, my personal double soapbox that I'm going to get on right now is taxation. When the governments in this state decided to start taxing cannabis before the cannabis business started, that's insane. Why don't they let a nascent industry get off the ground no. and start and then no. go, oh, here's the revenue. Let's tax it. And you know why? Because all of us that were standing there um, wanting to be a part of this industry, we agreed to it. I know. And, and the thing is, is our hands were tied because there was no option. We, no. And because we were in that position and I know because we dealt with this a lot in, in the process for where we're at. And it was like, why can't we just get a break to get, to infuse into this and then start paying taxes? And now now, listen, you either pay you, you, not only that, all your fees up front, everything is okay. up front. Ask me about my event license that I paid for this year. How's that going? <laughs> I keep asking. Well, that's twofold. There's two. Yeah. I keep two asking. Am I going to get this money back? Or what's going on? Oh no, you're not getting money back. Oh, what? No. What? Oh my God! Really? I'm so surprised. I, I can't believe that you even thought that that there was a chance that you would get anything back on that. I'm just shitting you. I, I have no hope. Of yeah. It. yeah. No, I mean, I think it's um, it, 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 back to reefer madness and that whole yeah. thing as it played out. It was um. I think everybody should watch it because you will learn um, the madness that's behind the paranoia. Yeah. And I, I mean, they had these people, when you watch this, these people literally looked like they would. They're, <laughs> hyster watch, they're hysterical. They're, they're, oh, they're, it's, it's not even. It, it, it's so crazy that they're, they're the, the way that they're smoking. And as soon as they smoke one hit, 
they're, they're nuts. And yeah. then they just go, remember that guy giggling crazily? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh my yeah. God, what's going and, on with and, this guy? And then the other guy just sitting there smoking, you know, nonstop, all oh, smoking. smoking. And, just, and, the, it, and the young ladies it, taking their clothes off because they just can't stop. You know? Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's insane. It's, it, it, it's cannabis. It's I, asked, for, I asked my daughter to watch it and her and her friends and they it, so that they can get an idea what, what this is all about, you know. Um, and they don't get it, but they also don't know. It's on the screen. Because, yeah, there it is right there. They, uh, they just don't know that so, this. So, there so is look at this guy. <laughs> token up in the corner. Oh, no, this is, a, this is how every cannabis user is. It. it it's absolutely um, insane. It, that's what it is. It's insane. And I think everybody, especially now, should really understand what this means and, and just how bad they made this look. Look at, look at that. Hey, give me some of that smoke, Joe. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God, this is incredible. Yeah, it, I'm it, feeling high. Yeah. Let's take them off my clothes here. It, <laughs> it, and it's just it, like when you see this part where he takes his first his first hit of marijuana oh, yeah. and then everything's nuts. You just, know, it's it, technicolor, it just, like wizard of Oz. Everything it, just changes. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and then, and the thing that you have to remember is this thing was pushed on everybody. Oh yeah. It, it was pushed through schools. It was pushed through every imaginable re resource that they, that they could to get people to understand reefer matters was played as a PSA in theater. So if you went to see gone with the wind or something, You'd see that before, right? You know, just to freak crazy. you out, and then you know, and the worst part of it was there was a whole lifestyle around hemp farming in this country, meaning that was their crop. Yeah, okay, that was their crop, and all of a sudden, the government steps in, industrials step in, and say, "No, you can't do it anymore." Like done. You're like everything done. you were doing overnight is gone. Done, and I I don't know about like things like I can probably a corollary to like the dust bowl right and after 1929 the collapse of 29 uh, was it because hemp wasn't being farmed in that property anymore i think it it's, being i think there's a lot of the, things that factor sure in i mean it's so weird i uh, this war on cannabis culminating with the war on drugs by nancy reagan you know back in the day just insanity i i don't know how the, old the, you are the, but the i was in high school and 53 yeah i'm 56 and i was in high school and i just remember this crazy skinny white lady saying you know say no to drugs and, you know, and then find out later she's on all sorts of pharmaceuticals you know i mean there's there's a lot yeah. of things that go that direction and now you look at you bring that forward to now and look where we're at yeah we have you know this covid running the world running everything and um a little bit weird a little bit weird i mean you know there's you could go into political stuff you can go there's a lot of avenues you could take on it I'm just I'm I'm really disappointed not only us as a nation but as the world of how something has brought us to a place that has never happened in the history of the world. And that's probably and, and 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 when you talk about like what happened in the 20s and 30s with the depression all these things yeah. you know what 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 did it You guys know about PVM filtered? Well, you should. They make delicious edibles, chocolates, so much more. Look for them at a dispensary near you. Always good products, always a great price, always well-made. PV, that's Platinum Vape, from San Diego, California, from their shop to your mouth. This broadcast brought to you by Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Look for us at Shuggies.com on the internet. You can also find us at That Shuggies Feeling on Instagram. 
Chuggies is a delicious THC infused sugar and agave syrup. And now Stevia coming out in early January, 2021. So if you're in a dispensary and you do have sugar intolerance or you perhaps have diabetes, we've got products for you. So look for Chuggies and all of our products at a dispensary near you. Currently sold in Northern and Southern California, soon Nevada and several other states. Chuggies. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.